Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. Pleased to be with you live from Oxnard, California. Cowboys uh, training camp. Aaron, you remember the last day of training camp last year? And I thought it would be fun to go out to the world-famous Rudder Room in Oxnard and, and it be it's one of the great uh, beach bars in the country and just do ever, all the Cowboys people. Everybody goes out there. It's kind of the secret Cowboys hangout, and I thought that would be kind of fun. And uh, it, it just didn't – I think the Rudder Room, Aaron, was not wired for us to be there doing something like that, and I just remember it being kind of – disastrous so i've i've gone to our sort of cowboy studios out here okay i'm not trying anything crazy like that today but uh it's fun and uh i uh you know i'm i'm ready to see my family and uh and celebrate uh uh my grandmother which is happening uh, we got a big celebration coming up but aaron giving up this weather giving up this marine layer <clears throat> i was out there today and I was walking the um, near the pier, you know, kind of a beach walk. There's a walking uh, uh, area that goes several miles. And I don't want to Im- imply that I went several miles, but I, it does go that far if you go to the end of it. And, Aaron, there were probably, and to me it looks a little, cr- a little too crowded, there were 50 to 75 surfers just out there in the mist. Um, I mean, this is a huge surf town. I'm talking about... Oxnard and Ventura. I usually stay in Ventura, uh, and then of course the camp is right down the road in Oxnard. But uh, enormous uh, group, and then um, just got to visit with folks. And Aaron, everywhere I go, you know, uh, if somebody says this or that, I'll say, "Hey, download, listen to our radio show, listen to the uh, ESPN Central Texas." And some guy from Scotland today who runs a coffee kiosk on the beach in Ventura was downloading because he wanted to listen this afternoon. So a, uh, a, a shout-out to, uh, shout to him, uh, our, uh, our new listener from the coffee shop. I think it's called uh, the, Freedom, the Freedom Shop. I was going to look it up real quick. Oh, here it is, Andy Kirkwood, the co-founder of uh, Freedom Coffee. And Aaron, he, he was an exchange, a foreign exchange student from Glasgow, Scotland, and he fell in love with the area. And so he went back home, went to college at Sterling College in Scotland, and then he, for years he was like a fashion design type guy. And now he's come back and opened a coffee shop on the beach in Ventura because he missed it so much. So anyway, just all kinds of fun stories right here on the, uh, on the beach. And uh, was, was going in, I did some Birmingham radio this morning, letting those guys go, know what was going on with the uh, Cowboys. I normally come out here and do some hits for Colin Cowherd. Colin's been on vacation, but uh, this has uh, been a tremendous time out here. And uh, we'll, uh, but but always good to get back, no matter how hot it is. 
good to get back and good to get back. You know what, coming back. Aaron, I, I saw an email um, a little bit ago, and it was like the the email that tells you you need to get your credential request in for, you know, Baylor football. I mean, that kind of thing excites me. I mean, it, it you know, it just gets me ready. We've got eight home games this year. The Bears do. And uh, with everything happening, the excitement around Colorado coming into the conference, I was trying to – I may have tried to interrupt the, uh, the, uh, the athletic director of Baylor, Mac Rhodes, I think was trying to have some vacation. And, of course, I, uh, I was desperately trying to track him down. But uh, uh, I, I think uh, Mac will be on with us next week. In fact, I, I think President Livingstone will, uh, will be able to be on with us at some point next week. And, of course, the presidents voted, um, <clears throat> I guess that was, Aaron, was that two nights ago? Yeah, two nights ago <clears throat> to approve Colorado coming into the conference. So uh, appreciative of uh, the president. And right now, Aaron, you know, Brett Yormach's kind of taking the lead on all this. But, again, even going way back to when Texas and OU left, Mac Rhodes, um, President uh, Linda Livingstone, the, 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 the Baylor family, you know, Tech had some people highly, I always forget how to say his name, the chancellor, the president out there, his name Lawrence uh, uh, Skoviak or something like that. He had a big role, but, boy, the Bears played a large role in keeping this thing together. And, Aaron, the irony of all this is that the the Big 12 really was hoping the Pac-12 would throw it a helping hand two years ago and, and consider some kind of merger. I think that was a huge mistake by Klievkov not to at least entertain that. They basically laughed at the Big 12 and said, hey, sorry. Sorry, good luck to you guys. Meanwhile, Big 12 found four additional schools and now has, has taken Colorado from the Pac-12 and, and is on the hunt, is now the aggressor. And, Aaron, I think uh, we already were kind of thinking that the Big 12 was vying to become the, the, the third team. You know, people have uh, talked about the, the SEC and the Big 10 and then, of course, it's between the ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12. Aaron, at this point, with the Pac-9, I think they are firmly in fifth place. I think you could argue either way on uh, the Big 12 and the ACC. Big 12 has surpassed the ACC in basketball. In football, I think the greatness of Clemson get, you know, could – just the, just the fact that they've been in the national spotlight for the last five or ten years, and, of course, I know what TCU did last year, but you can make an argument that the ACC football-wise is still ahead of the Big 12, but it's close. It's close, and I think if you put all the sports in, the Big 12 has moved into that three-hole uh, among the conference hierarchy. Now, I was uh, just before coming on, I was racing back from Cowboys camp. I'll tell you a little bit about what we had in Cowboys camp today. We had Micah Parsons spoke. He was really good. We had um, we had the, um, the coordinators. Uh, you'll hear from Dan Quinn later in this show. Uh, I think today at about 420, we'll, we'll, we'll hear from uh, my one-on-one with Dorrance Armstrong, uh, Cowboys defensive end. Uh, got that yesterday, I believe it was. And so that was kind of fun uh, to visit with him. And that's a one-on-one ESPN Central Texas exclusive. 
um, out there from Cowboys camp. And so we'll do that at 420. We'll have some Campus Confidential today at 440. And then, Aaron, why don't we at 5 o'clock, you know, give folks a chance to hear. I just thought Dan Quinn was really interesting today. He is the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys and uh, really some great conversation with him and had the uh, – uh, and Aaron's uh, so good at uh, turning some of this audio around. I'm not so great at getting it. But, Aaron, I would say whatever process I'm using this year, doesn't it feel a little bit better, like in terms of whatever app I finally stumbled into? Don't you feel like it's just we, we've at least taken kind of a step in the right direction? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Not finished, obviously, okay. but I just I, yeah, good, good. I I like that. I like that. I just uh, I thought we had I thought we were moving in the in the right direction there. Now, um, we've got a lot to get to today, and um, I I thought, uh, you know, today was kind of a walkthrough with the players. They just kind of went through some things. They'll tomorrow there'll be like some opening ceremonies for all the Cowboys and. And, um, and the auction artificials will be out there. ESPN is doing a like a all-day celebration of the camps, and I think they're going to run this on ABC perhaps, like a, like a national celebration of football or something. And so Ed Werder, who does a lot of good stuff for us, and then also I do the podcast with him, he's got a live uh, one-on-one interview with Jerry Jones, uh, and then he's got something that uh, in the can that he's taped with Troy Aikman. And, Aaron, there, there's an opportunity that we'll, we'll be able to hear some of those things or, or at least grab the audio from it and play some of that Monday. But I think that'll be fun as, uh, as Ed gets to interview both Troy Aikman and, uh, uh, and uh, the, uh, the interview he has with Jerry Jones. I've seen Jerry, visited with him for just a little bit, and um, he gave me that look like, hey, I hadn't seen you in a while sort of deal. And then he made his way out to the field. But uh, good to see him. Good to see Steven. And it's been a fun camp. And uh, we'll have to turn around and head on home. Now, Aaron, from a breaking news standpoint, I was interested to see, and this was not someone who's been in, you know, Pete Thamel and Ross Dellinger have done a lot of the heavy lifting. Brett McMurphy has been in there, too. Heather Denich uh, from ESPN.com, and, and Heather does a lot of work with the college football playoff, does a nice job, but Heather Denich tracked down an executive from the Big 12, and it was an anonymous quote, but, but an interesting um, quote uh, nonetheless. Aaron, update us on that, if you wouldn't mind reading in that ESPN story that Heather Denich has. What did, uh, what did that executive uh, have to say about where this uh, where this conference is heading. Heather Dennis's article, it says that her sources are saying that they want to bring the membership to fourteen, and uh, the quote from the source is fourteen seems fourteen seems to be our best number. Now that we're at thirteen, who's going to be the first to make a move to start having a conversation with us? Was a general discussion today. We talked about a lot of different schools, but it's more about, hey, we've got room for one more. Who wants to be first to really want to be a part of the Big 12 now and join us? That's from the anonymous source that Heather Dennis quoted today in her article. You know, 
I mean, all signs point to Arizona. The Pac-12 seemingly is in a pretty weak spot right now. Uh, George Klevikoff needs to deliver a media deal, and he needs to do it in a hurry. Each day that goes by without a media uh, deal in place, a media rights deal, uh, just makes them look weaker and weaker. They continue to put out statements. Aaron, the Pac-12 statement that was put out last night, yesterday, uh, sometime, was, was, there's just not much to it. You know, it, it, it didn't even really say we're disappointed by Colorado's departure. They, they just kind of said, well, they're gone, but we, we are. Uh, and, and, and basically it said at the end of it that they wanted to go ahead and get the media rights deal done, and then they would look at expansion opportunities. And Aaron, that, the same old suspects would come up. That's San Diego State. That's SMU. That's others. And they're dealing with what the Big 12 was dealing with two years ago. How do you keep your power five status and i have to say aaron as much as you know obviously your mark has brought and oh i I did hear from brett yesterday um i reached out to to brett and the uh with just the thought of of letting him know you know how just kind of congratulating him on getting colorado and uh and aaron i he reminds me a little bit of cuban not everything, but talking about Mark Cuban, in the sense that he, he, he's like incredibly nimble at like getting back to folks. I mean, I assume it's not just me. I mean, I'd love for it to just be me, but I know it's not. And like Aaron, I mean, think about how much he has on his plate. He's now looking at a 14th. He just got Colorado. Yesterday is like a crazy deal. I simply shot him an email that said, Brett, you know, congrats and Man, you continue to do a great job. Congrats. Look forward to talking to you soon. Aaron, I bet it was seven minutes later I had a personal email. You know, uh, Matt, thank you very You know, I mean, again, it makes me wonder, Aaron, does he have like, I mean, and it's always like, it's like Cuban. It's, 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 you can tell it's them. It's not like a ad- admin or something. Uh, and so I think that's, uh, I think it's a really cool trait. Uh, that he has, and this is uh, this big. This is big for the uh, for the Big Twelve and for Colorado. It's a chance. I mean, I talked to a college official today that said the people they always talk to over these last thirteen years, Colorado's been gone. Said basically they never truly wanted to leave. I don't think ever felt that much at home in the Pac-12 after the newness wore off. Didn't totally want to uh, leave, but at the time, just having to everybody having to report to Texas and all that was just too much. And that's what sent Nebraska, Colorado, Missouri, and eventually Texas A&M all packing as Longhorns. And, of course, the funny thing is now the Longhorns turn around and follow the Aggies into the SEC, follow Missouri into the SEC. And... One thing I haven't said in the past 48 hours, Aaron, if there's some thought out there that because it's the SEC and there's big, bad Bama and Georgia, and so Texas will come in hat in hand and and not try to run things, (laughs) hold on, hold on. The folks who say that don't know 
the UT people. And hey, a lot of these folks are my friends. Chris Del Conti, their AD, is a longtime friend of mine. But they they don't they aren't wired to show up and be like, okay, good soldier here. We're just we're hat in hand. We're just happy to help however we can. We, we really appreciate you guys having us. We're the Longhorns. We've arrived now, and we, we whatever wherever you need to, to slate us in, we'll be happy to do it. That's not how they function. Now. They won't try to force, like the Longhorn Network, there are certain things they can't get away with in the SEC that they could in the Big 12. Will they regret the move? I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think that both OU and Texas will enjoy, and their fans will enjoy the, the, the big, huge game day, the travel all the fun stuff that comes with playing in Baton Rouge and Alabama and at Auburn, uh, uh, playing at Neyland Stadium, all that I think they'll all enjoy, just like the Aggies have enjoyed. Now, when they look up and they're winning at best six or seven games every year, I mean, honestly, that wouldn't be a huge change for Texas. It would be an enormous change for what Oklahoma's been over the past 20 years in the Big 12. Um but it would be, or 23 years since they won that national title in 2000. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I'm, I think Texas thinks, is banking on that it can recruit better and it will be better for being in the SEC. Is that true? Who knows? We'll find out. I think Colorado is actually banking on the same thing. Did you know, Aaron, I read something kind of interesting yesterday that some source from Colorado or somebody was saying all the talk coming out of Colorado and Dion and his whole gang is that they they want to recruit heavily in Orlando and Houston. Now, I thought to myself, well, why wouldn't you want to recruit all of Texas, right? Why wouldn't you want to have three people in Dallas? I mean, pre, you, I mean Dallas, certainly Dallas-Fort Worth area is putting out as good a players as Houston, if not better. I mean, both places put out unbelievable players. I don't want to get into that debate. But I do find that kind of interesting, that Colorado's putting out vibes. They think this move gets them into Texas recruiting, more recruiting in Texas, in Orlando. And, and I guess the Orlando connection, Aaron, is because of UCF. But, I mean, think about where Colorado's located. I don't, I don't, I don't really th- I don't think of – Colorado's football program waking up one day and going, golly, let's go recruit the heck out of uh, uh, Central Florida. Let's go, let's go do that. But for whatever reason, that's kind of what they think they're going to go do. And is Dion going to be able to get unbelievable players at Colorado? Absolutely. Will they stay? I don't know. I don't know. He's not the picture of stability. All right, this is not... I'm trying to think who's a picture of stability in the uh, in the conference. Like who's a coach that you would say this is the guy at Kansas looks like the picture of stability. The guy at K State, Dave Aranda, looks like the picture of stability. Dion is a disruptor. Dion could sign a whole class and then run them off the next spring. That's just how he is. That's how he operates. There's a lot of fun to be had with that. They're relevant now, but they won't remain relevant if they keep going 1-11. I promise you that. That only lasts for about a year. You can only be relevant and bad for about a year, for about a season. All right, 
Lots to get to today. Uh, our final day in Oxnard. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this, and it's been a lot of fun. Appreciate our uh, our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. Wow, Brian Fonville, V, the whole staff over there. Um, it's uh, it's a good one. It's a good one, and they continue to be uh, enormous supporters, and we appreciate them uh, helping us as we get out here to. Uh, uh, training camp and do all that we need to do. All right, Aaron, let's do some. Uh, let's do a little Cowboys interview, and we'll do that in the next segment. Uh, uh, Dorrance Armstrong, uh, former Kansas great, who's become one of the unsung heroes on this Cowboys defense. He joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully, because now there are new regenerative treatments available here. Hi, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, is now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. QC Kinetics has over 100 clinics nationwide and has treated thousands of patients with incredible success. Their advanced protocols are an exciting way to manage pain from arthritis and injury without surgery or steroids or pain pills. If you got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, well, that's me. You need to check out these new treatments. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself. Call now to schedule your free consultation with the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Every man has his special tool that he likes to carry around with him. That tool belongs in a special place, a toolbox. Because if you lose your tool, well, driving a truck around without a toolbox is like driving an emasculated truck. Hi, Jay here to let you know that at Pickup Outfitters, we believe in masculinity. So we carry virtually every kind of toolbox. Cross boxes, chest boxes, side mounts, toolboxes for flatbeds, steel, aluminum, black ones, white ones, shiny ones. Big, sturdy toolboxes. But in some cases, small toolboxes are okay because it's not always the size of the toolbox that matters. It's how you use it. Every working man has the right to protect his tools in a toolbox. So guys, do not run around with your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox from Pickup Outfitters, where every day we fight the good fight to end truck nudity. Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check out our website at createacommotion.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. You never. 
Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. Matt Mosley, live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on ESPN Central Texas. Dorrance Armstrong on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and the Doomsday Podcast, that is. And uh, Dorrance, by the way, a little uh, Big 12 news with Colorado. I saw that this morning. Going in the Big 12. What do you you make of that? That's pretty crazy. I think it'll be good, though, just to get a little switch up, a little change of competition. Yeah. Do you take pride in... What's going on at KU right now with, with seemingly a, quite a turnaround that's happening? Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's good. I, I like to see it. I love to see it, you know, um, especially because it was a, little, a lot different from when I was there. So to see the kids actually, the kids and the coaches be successful and, you know what I'm saying, have a lot of energy and stuff, I, I love to see it. You're, uh, you're rooting for that quarterback to win the Heisman. Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's pretty good. How many coaches did you have while you were there? I had, I only had one. I just had David Beatty. Okay. And uh, and three D line coaches, I want to say. Three D line yeah. coaches, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Did. You know, I looked at you the other day, walking off the field, and 
I mean, you just look massive to me. I mean, but you look lean and everything. What was your What was your off season like? What were kind of your goals and and uh, just strength wise? And what did you do to kind of Did you do anything different to get ready for this this season, or or what was your approach? Um, I just always like to rebuild my body back up. Um, that's really always my main goal. Always to get stronger, faster, but also to just rebuild it, cut off some of the weight from last year, and just build up and muscle and stuff. Last year, you know, you had some, you had a lot of great moments, and and you became just a steadying force on this team. Um, I guess this has to be—is this the most confident you've ever come into a camp? Absolutely. Well, I won't—I won't say camp, but um, just as I got older, being able to understand my role and what I'm trying to accomplish in life and for this team. Um, I just helped me grow as a player. You know, I have a lot of good teammates, and I had a lot of good guys come through here to teach me the ropes. So um, just learning how to apply it to my game and, and, and bring it to the field. Okay, what is Mozzie a guy who's asking questions and really trying to soak it up? Is he quiet? What's, what's his approach been in the room? Nah, he, he, he talks to everybody. He listens to all of this. Um, he's one of the guys who want to just learn any way he can. Like he wants to be on the field right now, so uh, in order to do that with us, um, that's something you got to do. Is there anybody, is he already the strongest guy on the team, or is nah, he, nah. <laughs> can you take him? He's not the strongest. He's not. He's not. He's not even the strongest in the room. But he's he's very strong. Who is the strongest guy in the room? Yeah, you got Osa and Nell. You got two guys. And they, okay. They're neck and neck. So it's pretty close. And and I know y'all don't always like max out, but we're talking like whatever 500 or something like that. You you'll be surprised if you saw it. No number, but you'll be surprised if you saw it. Wow. Now, what have you, from a technique standpoint, pass rushing, I'm sure you always like to add to your game. Anything anything you kind of watched in the offseason or thought about or anything you did with your workouts that, that you think is going to allow you to maybe add a few different techniques or moves, any pass rushing moves or anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm open to everything. Um, I watch a lot of guys and nothing specific. I just try to see what works for me and, and get that down pat. All right. And... You've got Rodgers early in the season, don't you, Aaron Rodgers? Is it is it pretty strange to see him in a Jets yeah, <laughs> uniform? That's definitely different. Yeah. What about your uh, D-line coach? Um, you know, really interesting guy, British guy. Um, what's that been like for you since he's been here? What's y'all's relationship like? Yeah, he's he's one of he is by far one of the best coach I've ever had. Um, his encouragement, his leadership, his his urge to see everybody get better um, I couldn't ask for nothing different what was the what was the biggest moment last couple of years for you that you you look back and go this is where I've truly turned a corner and felt like I could be not just a contributor but like one of the main guys on defense uh, last year obviously last year was my, my best year I've had so far and um, I feel like that's where where I started to exceed that and where I got confident so I'm just building off that what do you think of McCarthy Mike McCarthy becoming the play caller, and um, and and I guess you aren't going to see him quite as much, are you? <laughs> in like popping into defensive meetings and that type type of thing. Um, 
What's Dan's message to you, Ben, starting this season? Like just when y'all have your one-on-ones or visits with him in the offseason, that kind of thing. What's the what's the biggest thing he's kind of harped on? For one, we're always trying to get better. Um, shoot, man, it's a lot, bro. He's, he's the head of our defense, so everything that he brings to us is for the better. Um, and a lot of guys love it. You know, they feed off of it, and we go from there. He tell he tells us when it's right. He tells us when it's wrong, and, and he's he's good at that. Does he? Do you find yourself ever kind of adopting some of his some of his quinisms, or are you ever tempted to wear your cap backwards? <laughs> See how he does it? Nah. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I just stay in my place and, and, and be willing to learn, coachable guy. So everything he tells me is just, it's for the better. I know. Okay. And how happy were you to see um, when your teammate like Trayvon gets a big deal like that? What, what's that like? You know, being on that side of the ball and being his teammate. What, what everybody? You know, I guess you got to feel great for someone like that. It's extremely exciting. You know, that's everybody go to be able to get something like that. So. Happy for him. Okay. All right. Is your deal how much longer till yours is up? You've got a relatively new one, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back up to that. Okay. Right okay. All right. I'm not going to hold out or anything, though. No. <laughs> hey, Doris, thank you. I thank appreciate you. it. Yes, okay. Good to visit with you. That was Matt's conversation with Dorrance Armstrong from Cowboys Training Camp, recorded earlier today. Coming up next, the latest in college athletics, including realignment news on Campus Confidential on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Got chronic joint pain? Not having success with steroids, but trying to avoid surgery? Well, thankfully, there's a better way, and it's now available here for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I'm talking about new advanced regenerative medicine treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your bad joints, providing lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. QC Kinetics, nation's leader in precision regenerative medicine with over 100 clinics across America and literally thousands 
thousands of satisfied patients. If you got joint pain due to arthritis, knee pain, hip pain, shoulder pain, don't just think the old ways of dealing with pain are the only ways. You need to learn more about these new regenerative options that can change your life. Call QC Kinetics now. Free consultation with local medical professionals. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, alongside our man Aaron Sexton. Back at the mothership, I'm in Oxnard, California, at Cowboys camp. I uh, got to speak to uh, the new uh, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Uh, well, no, not the new one. The, Dan Quinn's been around. We had Brian Schottenheimer, who was just recently named offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. So that was kind of fun to get to visit with him today. And um, Aaron, at one point, even though it's beautiful out here, the uh, 
my taping mechanism, which is my phone, like most people these days, uh, I look down at Brian Schottenheimer's press conference, which we, if we want some of it uh, for like Monday, we could probably find that on DallasCowboys.com or something like that. But Aaron, the uh, at some point I looked down and the phone had it had stopped recording and it said your phone has overheated. <laughs> and I thought we're not in Texas, but the where we do the news conference, the press conference, the daily press conference is on some tennis courts at the Residence Inn, and. Even though it's a it's a nice sun and it's only in the 80s as opposed to the hundreds, um, it does beat down on those tennis courts in a pretty aggressive way. And so the phone just cried uncle. So I was we had to fortunately it did not happen during the uh, the Dan Quinn news conference. So about five o'clock, you'll get to hear from the Cowboys. Uh, defense coordinator, and man, he he just has some really fascinating things to say about a lot of different members of that uh, of that Cowboys defense. I mean, I found myself really uh, just having an interesting time listening to him, and uh, and then you know I got to meet Brian Schottenheimer. I, Brian's been around a little bit, but I didn't really know him, so I got to visit with him and meet him a little bit. And then Aaron, before we uh, get going here at Campus Confidential, I did want to mention. Had a long visit with uh, Bones Fossil today, and and he's just a he's a different cat, man. The, the the special teams guy for the Cowboys, he's a different animal. Special teams guys sometimes are the coaches, but he's one of the more engaging, sort of interesting, fun guys you could ever be around. And uh, we just after his deal, like the other coordinators, like literally the the uh, all the the PR people like jumped in and tried to you know, uh, jump into, you know, everything. And when it was after the uh, special teams, they just didn't even come over. And I just got to sit there and visit with uh, with uh, Bones Fossil. All right, Aaron, let's get started with some Campus Confidential as we continue to monitor the addition of the Colorado Buffaloes to the Big 12. That did happen yesterday, as heard live right here on the Matt Moses Show on ESPN Central Texas. Today... All the news has been about a possible 14th member of the Big 12 starting in 2024. The Big 12, in an article by Heather, ESPN's Heather Dinich, said the Big 12 is interested in adding one more school, which would eventually bring the conference membership to 14 teams after Oklahoma and Texas leave for the SEC next year. Multiple Big 12 sources told ESPN. Big 12 athletic directors met with Brett Yormark this morning one day after Colorado voted to rejoin the Big 12. And the quote from the article from Heather Dinich's insider was, quote, 14 seems to be our best number. Now that we're at 13, who's going to be the first to make a move to start having a conversation with us was the general discussion today. We talked about a lot of different schools, but it's more about, hey, we've got room for one more, and who wants to be the first to really want to be a part of the Big 12 now and join us. Well, um, I think that I think that's interesting, and I find it. You know, I think the presidents and the ads and everybody was actually trying to take some vacation as we get closer to football season starting, and this is usually a prime time for a vacation, late July, early August. And then, of course, everything hits in a big way. 
you know, end of August, the games start. So you got to spend the three weeks kind of ramping up for that. I mean, it's a it's a big time. In fact, I've got some event, Aaron, that's kind of fun. I, hopefully I'll be able to talk about it a little bit as we get into August. But I've got something early August that I'm going to be attending to kind of, I think it'll be kind of an exciting time for Baylor football. And it'll, it'll give me a little more knowledge. Uh, and um, I, I'm just very excited about it. But um, I, the the fourteenth school, I think the biggest question people have is who is it? I mean, Aaron, we're such a what's next society, aren't we? I mean, it's like I, it, this is an enormous story. Even though we've been hearing about Colorado and the possibility of it, it we didn't really until it happens. It doesn't happen, and it happened. And I think I could talk about this edition every day for the next two weeks. I really could. And, and there's a different facet to look. But I do find it kind of interesting that I, it's part of journalism. It's, part, it's also part of, Aaron, sometimes some of these journalists that didn't maybe break the initial story want to have the next story, right? They're going to break the next story. And um, the, so we move on to who's next. And... Does the Big 12 want to get to 14 by the start of 2024? Colorado will join at the beginning of 2024. I think the red carpet has been rolled out for Arizona. I think Baylor has a kind of special ties to Arizona. I mean, there's some actual coaching ties that go into the basketball stuff that I could get into but on, a, uh, on kind of a, a different level, the uh, Mac Rhodes went to Arizona, and not everybody remembers that. Um, and he, you know, Mac had moments where in his career, I think at one point he was at UTEP, perhaps, and he, he just, that whole out west and when Brett Yormark says, let's get a Pacific time zone, let's get, let's get a West Coast team, you know, all that kind of stuff, I, I think maybe because of Mac's background, that maybe resonates with him a little more than some of the other folks in the conference. And Mac is still, I think, has great ties to Arizona and, um, and you know, that, that, whole, that whole scene. So I think uh, – I think it'll be very, very interesting to see uh, how all that plays out. I think Mac and, and, and President Livingstone and others are trying to kind of, you know, this has been your mark show a little bit. But, Aaron, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't go back now and say that while it was easy to clown on Bob Bowlesby, you know, in those early days, I think there were a lot of us who wanted him fired. You know, and, and I think the conference and, and, and President Livingstone and Mac played a huge role in this. I think the conference did a good job of not panicking. And, and that's probably what the Pac-12 will try to do is not fire Klevikov, even though there are people calling for his job. And it would be understandable if they did, but it would signal even more panic from a now nine-team conference. I mean, Aaron, it's... It, you know, it's really weird. Think about this. The Big 12, with Texas and OU still in it this year, 
is going to be kind of a pretty fun, crazy, wild, interesting season. Four new schools, the two old giants, everybody together. Um, and But then the following season is going to be kind of exciting too because Colorado will be joining up. Pac-12 doesn't have that. I mean, the Pac-12, right as of now, would have nine schools. Aaron, I saw an announcement from the good folks at Oregon State, <laughs> and they put out a release, you know, saying uh, how they they were swearing their allegiance to the Pac-12 and to the members of the Pac-12. And to which I tweeted, translation, we don't have any other options because they don't. They don't. And what's crazy is I don't know that Washington and Oregon have other options. If if the whole thing disbanded, um, they would either – if the whole thing fell apart right now, the Pac-12 uh, – excuse me, the Big 12 – would obviously be a landing spot for them. The Big Ten might bring them on at a prorated type deal. I don't think they would give them the full fare uh, at this point. I don't think the ACC would be, you know, anything. So, so I don't know. I I think the Pac-12 has to do something that the Big 12 did, and that start identifying and bringing in uh, solid brands. Um, I don't understand why Boise State's not mentioned. They're good. I, I, I understand that SMU brings a more attractive uh, um, part of the country, okay, in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. I get all that, okay. In some ways, that makes SMU uh, more attractive than Boise State. But, man, I'm hearing schools like Las Vegas and all this other stuff. I don't get it, man. Boise State has football history. I mean, if I'm Pac-12, I'm thinking, I mean, I, I think of Utah and Boise State, some of those schools in that part of the world, they're playing football, man. That's big time. And, and Boise State has not been afraid to crash the, the big dance at times. And they perform well in those games. Um, and, and you know, the, the trick plays that we'll never forget. I mean, think about that, Aaron. Who did Boise State beat back in the day? I mean, they did they win the whatever it was? Was the Sugar Bowl or the Orange Bowl? I mean, they, they, they not only made it, but they won the game. They might have done that to Stoops. They might have taken down Mighty Oklahoma in one of those games. The other game. They did. Remember that trick play? Was Boise was that? But do you remember who it was against? Was, it was that against OU Oklahoma. or was that somebody else? No, it was against Oklahoma. Okay, okay. I just remember them beating, playing somebody else as well in one of those big time games uh, when it used to be like the BCS. But uh, anyway, just kind of interesting stuff. All right, Aaron, what else do you have, sir? ESPN also had an uh, an article about possible ACC expansion. I only bring that up because the article itself, written by David Hill, and I don't want to take shots at the guy, because what he wrote was technically true. Basically, the ACC commissioner said, quote, 
the, Jim Phillips said Lee continues actively considering adding teams, but hasn't found <laughs> enough value in any expansion option, which is probably pretty obviously true for them. But in the article, he talks about how Phillips touts that the ACC is relatively secure as the number three league in TV revenue. And this drives me crazy because it gets repeated all the time. They're third in total revenue. They are behind the Big 12 in distribution per school. The Big 12 is third in revenue distributed, and they will continue to be. As a matter of fact, the gap will widen once their new TV deal starts because it's for more money, and the ACC is still locked into their terrible deal. Anyway, that's my mini rant on uh, ACC expansion. Well, that's interesting, Uh, and I I find it kind of funny that the ACC, like Aaron, and maybe I'm missing something. Maybe this was like from ACC media days or something. But I, I so today. Why do they feel like? Why do they feel like they have to make a statement? You know, like it's a, the Big Twelve went and got Colorado. The I mean, I don't I don't even know why the ACC needs to try to stand up there and 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 it's a little desperate sounding and and kind of beneath them to to try to assert that they're number three. I mean, where the where the Big 12 was two years ago, I get it. All right? They were punching up. And now that they've come up, I mean, I, you know, I don't even think they need to be bragging about being number three. But that tells you everything you need to know about the ACC if they're trying to claim they're number three. What that tells you is they know the perception is that your mark in the Big 12 has passed them. And that's really that's really what that was. That's 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 kind of what that uh, statement was about. Phillips. I, I I keep trying to remember to remind myself Aaron as much as as horrible a job as Klievkov has done, both he and Phillips did kind of inherit tough situations. Right. You know, and uh, I would say the the Big Ten, that was kind of interesting because I didn't think they had a very good commissioner, that Kevin Warren or whatever his name was. I didn't think he was very good. And But but they got that – They I mean, they, they did get aggressive. And right before this new guy arrives on the scene, Petiti, they get USC and, and uh, UCLA. Aaron, when was that? Was that last summer? Was that like when I was at the beach or something and you and I were talking about I mean, there, it's pretty amazing all this stuff. The way two years ago our summer was completely hijacked by Texas and OU leaving. A summer later, I think it was USC and UCLA, which obviously didn't control our lives as much as the other stuff. But now, Aaron, it's, it's happened. This becomes kind of an annual thing, and – I think I just think here's what the Big 12's thinking. We need while there's a conference sucking air, we need to make a play. We we need to it's it's the same thing. The Pac-12 was sitting there laughing at the Big 12. And in retrospect, what they should have been doing was teaming up with the Big 12. I mean, the schools Baylor, Texas Tech, you know, Oklahoma State, Kansas State football, basketball. 
I mean, Kansas is better now. Think about that. They, I mean, they could have put together kind of a giant, uh, interesting West Coast. I mean, there you go. There's your four time zones you want. And, and they, instead, they laughed at everybody. And meanwhile, USC and UCLA were secretly negotiating their exit. And I had to laugh at the comment the other night, Aaron, from, uh, oh gosh, who, who said it? You remember the, the infamous statement that, that Bowlesby said about, I don't lose sleep over realignment? Somebody else said it the other night. I think it was somebody like from the Pac-12 um, before all this went down, I think. And they said the exact same thing. I don't lose sleep over realignment. I mean, it's like, guys, do y'all not learn? Do you not learn? Because even though maybe there was nothing Bowlesby could do, when it did happen, the fact that he had said that, and he seemed so flippant about it at the Big, at the Big 12 media days, just made it more of an embarrassment for everybody. But I tell you what, I, I kind of, the more, the more we get, like, away from all this, the more empathy or sympathy, whatever you want to say, I have for Bob. I, I, I don't, I think, I think, Aaron, you were probably too hard on him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do make a good point. We, in hindsight, his, his tenure, not near, well, I don't even want to, I don't even want to word it like that. It looked really bad at the time. It doesn't look near as bad now. Still not mm-hmm. ideal to lose mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma, but he no one knew about it. I don't know. He he probably it was probably more President Livingstone and Mac and the people at Oklahoma State and the P, and the Texas Tech people. They and and then I, who's the other guy? I, I like that K State. The K State folks. It was probably more of them, or as much of them as Bowlesby. But Bowlesby kind of hung in there and, and did a and dug in when he could have just been embarrassed and tried to walk away. And so yeah, I do I do have I think a, I think good thoughts about Bob these days. All right, Aaron, is there anything else you wanted to hit or do we need to run? Uh one more real quick in case you were wondering after the NCAA announced their sanctions against Tennessee's football program, what happened to their former coach Jeremy Pruitt? ESPN has an article today. He has returned to his high school alma mater. He's going to teach physical education and coach junior high basketball after the NCAA imposed a six-year show of cause against him for rules violation. He will be back at Plainview High School where he graduated. Well, you know, and it's his third stint I read, Aaron, at Plainview. I, I got to say, good for him. Good for him. I mean, if you love, I mean, I would imagine he, I don't, I mean, he got fired for cause, so I don't know how much money he has, but I would imagine he does have from a couple of years of making huge money or three or four years at Tennessee, still has a lot saved up. So he could just stay out of the limelight or whatever. And not that you're going to be in the limelight being a PE teacher and a junior high coach, but you know what? If you got a passion for something, who cares what level it is? And maybe, maybe he's learned from some of his mistakes. I still think Aaron that one story. 
I don't think it made him look as bad as people were trying to think. Like, he, didn't he give some money to somebody, like in a Chick Fil A bag or something? You remember, like it was, but like it was some parent that was having financial problems. Like one of his players' parents was having huge financial problems, and he gave him, I don't forget how much, five hundred bucks or something, and. I mean, I always, it was kind of like that with the old SMU scandal. I, I always kind of um, find myself thinking poorly of these players and families who, like, take all this money and then, like, turn around and turn these people in. Like, it doesn't, that doesn't compute with me. Like, I may, now, again, maybe they just didn't get the playing time they wanted, and who knows what their reasoning are, is, but... If you're going to take the illegal money, and 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 Pruitt's out there giving you three thousand because you're you you have some problems with your paying your bills, you're going to turn on him. You're going to get in. You're going to go to court and 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 or go to the NCAA and and turn on him. Like I don't I don't totally get that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, Aaron. But uh, it just if, if to me it's like these families who take the money. I don't understand when they turn around and rip all these people. Okay, it is um, it is the Matt Mosley show. Uh, that that may deserve at some point, Aaron, a longer discussion because I probably need to flesh that out a little more. But um, we don't have time for that right now. We're at Cowboys camp, and we're going to come back and hear from uh, Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. 
flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man, I come to you from Oxnard, California, hard by the Pacific Ocean. Actually, we're a little inland where the Cowboys uh, practice every day. Been fun. I flew in, celebrated my daughter's 16th birthday, playing some pickleball with, uh, with she and her friends, and, um, and that was a big time. And then flew out at about, oh gosh, I boarded a flight at 5.40 a.m. Wednesday and just brought myself right on out here and planted myself in the middle of... Uh, the middle of Cowboys camp, and it's been fun. And we've had a lot of one-on-ones. We had uh, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, you heard earlier uh, um, Durant's Armstrong, Dorrance Armstrong, the uh, the defensive end for the Cowboys. Had Jake Ferguson, Cowboys uh, starting tight end. So we've had some really good one-on-one type situations. And uh, tomorrow, uh, I think we'll have a sit-down with uh, Cowboys' new offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer. And, um, Aaron, I'm trying to figure that one out because my flight does not agree with that interview. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, that may be a order, may have to order, may have to do that alone. I, I think he's capable of doing that. But uh, quite, a, quite an interesting time here in uh, Cowboys camp over the last few days. Now, I want to let you have an opportunity to hear from the Cowboys defensive coordinator. And 
uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't really have mics for the uh, media. Not that we really need mics, but so you have a little bit of a hard time hearing the questions. But uh, the good thing about uh, Quinn, he's kind of a uh, he's a real cerebral type guy, and he always kind of explains uh, what the however the question is asked. He kind of responds to it and and uh, and and does it in a really nice way. So uh, and Aaron's done a nice job. There were a couple of crashes. We didn't know what was happening over next to the press conference, and Aaron's kind of gone through and streamlined some of that, uh, like a, like the producer that he is. But uh, all right, Aaron, let's uh, let's give a listen to Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, and this is his first comments of training camp, and, and perhaps the only time we'll hear from Dan in uh, training camp. So listen in because man, some fascinating stuff on Micah Parsons coming up. Here is Dan Quinn. Q, we have to get to. And I thought, what a good reminder of uh, got to go to camp versus maybe get to. And uh, that told me a lot about his mindset, where he was. And uh, sometimes just somebody a smile and a hug is all you need to see it. So I was excited to see the, the guys come back in. There's some guys in fantastic shape. And uh, what I hope to see uh, early was to see Everybody trying to make a play instead of watching, you know, or waiting for someone else to. And that's a big thing to see how we can compete and how we go. We're only the second day in, but uh, that part I was looking for coming out of the spring. Did we find these certain roles for the guys? Did they really nail it when those moments came? And uh, that's what I've been really pumped about. So, with all that said, uh, let's get rocking. And David Moore, Dallas Morning News. What traits or qualities do you believe define Sure, that's a good question and one that uh, deserves lots of attention because it's not one size fits all. But I would say at the front of it, um, the best defenses um, one are usually very good tacklers and guys who have a really good ball hawking awareness. Because if you get those two parts right, uh, you're going to limit your explosive plays, and then obviously, you know, creating takeaways, you're taking away opportunities to score, or you're going to try to score yourself. So those two things are at the top of the pile to me. Now, what tenets come from that, David? Really smart, you know, guys who can communicate well, guys can really, you know, play with speed and leverage. So those are more like the bullet points underneath. But man, if you can really, you know, get the ball, and you can really tackle, then that open up some other doors, you know, where you can be exceptional to, to shine through as well. Again, you're on the, the Legion of Doom, and a lot of guys know that defense. Do you, do you hold I like Legion of Doom. That might be different. Doom. Doom. <laughs> yes, Doom. Yeah, I kind of like that. I wish it was. Yeah. Let's start from the you know work back from up to say it's always good to talk about somebody even you know historical. I can remember watching the Bullies of Baltimore this uh, past winter, which you guys probably did, and I remember calling Marvin. I said. What made the difference from one year to the next? You know, because they had some good players, they didn't add tons of new guys to go. And for that team, that year, he had said the way they played in the red zone, and they had maybe gone from like allowing like 27 touchdown passes to like 17 or 18, like a, a drastic number. And it kind of showed when we put the extra time into that space, that really put us over the top. And so I think that's why, you know, historically they were so strong, David, to see shutouts and all the way through. So playing really good in the red zone is an emphasis that you have. And I think 
these great defenses that you're referring, there's elements of them. You know, what do they do great? How do they play? They're you know, big ball hockey team. What made that that? And each one probably has their own identity. I would say ours here has probably more flexibility and adjustability than most of the, you know, the defenses I've been a part of are the good ones because we can put some guys in different roles uh, based on all the skills that they can do. So, yeah, our traits are there. And uh, as we're just getting started, um, the traits are there you know, to play really exceptional defense leading back to the two things that I thought made it good. We're a good tackling team. I am really taking the ball away. Hunter Phil Cole talked about that. Michael just earlier talked about one of the better he was in the first two years. How can you get a guy like him being among best ever that the person you raise to take the game to the next level? Yeah, I think it's uh, isolating the skills, right? Like there's a system that we have, and if you really want to get excellent at it, to isolate the certain skills that you need, you know, regarding that defense or that particular play. So the more you're into something, if I can start, we're going to teach these specific three or four skills and we're going to work them into these defenses, that's how you become exceptional. And so his skill has gotten better and stronger, which is now going to allow him to even make more plays. So the physical gifts have always been there, you know, to beat somebody inside or beat them off the edge. But now when we're adding the skill part of it, that's how you, you level up. And uh, how do you go from being an excellent player to the very best player? That margin to break through the next ceiling isn't easy, but usually there's some good skill involved to say, I'm going to take this part of my game higher. I'm going to take this part of my game higher. Uh, he's in fantastic shape, so that's going to count. But I would say the skill of the positions and isolating those specific things, he has really improved the ball. Yeah, I think um, I look back to when you know when I was growing up in the '80s. I was a Giants guy growing up in New Jersey. But I remember Carl Banks had said they had lost. They might have been to the Niners. I'm not sure. Or maybe to the Bears in a playoff loss. That was a, a gut punch, you know, a gut check to hit it. And that told their defense something that year to say we we can be the next space. We can be to the next spot. And I think sometimes when you go through those tough losses uh, or a loss that you don't want to feel that way again, so what do you do about it? And sometimes it's the off season to go in, to train differently and go after it harder. And it's just not something maybe that you talk about, but it was in the back of your mind to say, okay, there's more to do and more to get to, and how do I get there? And so those little moments help. You're listening to Dan Quinn's press conference from earlier today at Cowboys training camp. I think, one, we have a pretty strong group. There would be a lot of guys that would feel comfortable saying that. Not just Mike, he might have been the one up here today. We could ask Malik or JK or, or Layton or Law or DA. They may have said the same things but may have said it in a different way. And I think what I love about the quote is that means they're getting tighter and more connected because when you really integrate the team to the very best, that's when we're going to need it. You know, when you're in the playoffs, there's two minutes and 10 seconds, and it's 13-13, and the guys right next to you have put the work in, and you know, you know them better than just a teammate. Man, you love this guy, and you'll do anything for him. And so 
that's what I think of when I hear a quote like that. He said it, but I think a lot of guys would feel that way. So it's not, you know, a group of D-line or a group of safeties or a group of linebackers. They're integrated and knowing they'll do their their spot, you know, to, to be counted on. What is the trust that that develops? What is that worth in football? It's worth, uh, it's really hard to measure. You know where some of that comes? It's, uh, it's like coming to here for training. And spending time together, where maybe at other camps I've had, where at night you went back home or you went different. So being away and here, where they get to be away from the coaches, and so our bond with them is strong, but their bond to one another—that's what makes it special. And so having the ability to be here and be away, and then maybe go out to dinner tonight or spending time together, or a special teams meeting—they're all you know in the same room. Fifteen of guys type could be that. It's hard to put a price on that but it for damn sure counts. And it counts for a lot because that connection that takes place when you really, really know somebody, you're able to push one another to that space. And uh, that's year two and year three together. Connection, the energy that goes with that, the accountability to one another, those are the fun things to see. And the young guys trying to show, I want to be one of the guys. I want to be one of the group. I want to show that. And so they'll have to earn it but they're they're definitely willing to go there. I would say, like you've heard me say, for many of the young guys, man, what I wouldn't give to be Scott and have Steph Gilmore in my room and Biggs and as a nose tackle for Mozzie to get a chance to talk to Hank and learn the game from inside the helmet. And as a coach, we don't always get to do that. But for a guy, you know, who does it at a high level, think of what we would all give him to have somebody help mentor us in our first professional jobs and say, man, I love that dude. He helped me and. Uh, it's a real way to pay it forward to the young guys. And uh, fortunately for us, guys like Steph and Hank and others um, take that that relationship seriously. We don't cast it on them. We don't give them extra bonus for that. But they recognize that's part of a brotherhood that's bigger than, than anything. It's their connection to game. I think he had a really rock solid plan, you know, going into the offseason. I want to do this. I want to go to this place to train. I want to visit with this player. And so, like most things, when you set out something and you put a plan behind it, it usually comes through better as opposed to the goal, like, all right, I'm going to work out more. If you don't set the days, you're going to do it, eating better. So his plan was very deliberate about how he wanted to get better. And so I think the better the self-awareness you have, the better chance you have to really get the as a ball player or a coach because you're setting out real examples Todd to say I'm going to get this part of my game better I'm going to get this part sometimes it's a guy may want I want more conditioning more speed more strength more size but they're going to put a deliberate plan of how to do that if somebody's always waiting for the coach to give them that information that development would take a lot longer so when you have the wear and say I want to get better at this thing and put a plan together how to do that I think he's a perfect example of that this spring and some of it comes just with you know like maturity and saying I can get to this level but I need to get to the next one and then when you get to the next one you want to climb it again so these little finger holes that you're at you put a plan how do I get to the next space and he had a real plan to do that and then he executed it. Was there any worry early in the offseason when he wasn't around you guys but yeah, we certainly did. And so going into it, hey, I'd like to hear about this process, who are the people, what does that look like, um, just to get some counsel and some advice on that to go. And 
a lot of players can learn from one another, and we've seen that before. I know um, when you get chances to learn, like I know for him, you know, the day he spent, you know, visiting with Woodworth was a big deal for him because he learned a lot. And that's kind of, a, like I was referring to earlier, the NFL brotherhood that takes place uh, during the offseason where many guys go to train together and do things together. And, um, I think that's a pretty cool thing that we have right now. It's gone now. Everybody does it all the same way. Trey style is a little bit different than Steph style. So as we're going through and we learn how to feature the guys, it certainly allows you to match up into certain spots uh, differently than you may have. But um, we're looking forward to you know, finding out all the different ways we'll feature those guys. You're listening to Dallas Cowboy defensive coordinator Dan Quinn's press conference from earlier today at training camp. Yeah, and that the best way uh, a teammate to pay it forward, you know, to the younger player to go. One, I would say he started his trajectory of improving, you know, not last year, even before, going better and better to go. His tackling has, has improved so much. You just see it in his play. He's more fluid to go. And at the end of the day, the call command that he has at the line of scrimmage, almost a quarterback on the defense for him and J.K. can make calls, and eye contact, and communicate to one another in a very specific way. Um, I love the bond that they had. You'll see him and Malik Hooker talking after a play, or him and uh, D.A. communication, how'd that go? And so those are the things uh, that have been so impressive. He's got such a high standard as a pro. Uh, it definitely wears off in a very positive way on, on everybody else, coaches included. Michael Gelkin, Dallas Morning News. What initial impression has Mozzie made? Do you feel you have a, a sense of what he'll be able to provide his first year, or, and how much of that evaluation gets crystallized when the pads come on? Yeah, I think you nailed it, Mike. That position, that's probably the thing that may have to wait the longest where um, a corner and a receiver, maybe you get to see more of that speed and the, the athletic ability during an OTA or during the non-padded parts of practice. But I would say for the offensive linemen and for the defensive linemen, their game changes more than anybody when pads come on. For the corner and the receiver, the pads are on, but they're still playing in this, a lot of the same ways. But for the big guys, it does change. And so techniques change to take care of one another. How do we play our combination blocks? So that part for the big guys, Mozzie included, uh, the next month of ball for them, like it was super important. We talked about the isolating of the skills. For the big guys, this is where that goes down. This is where that happens. So the drill work, the, the times we get to work against one another, that's where it's at our best. So talent-wise, I know what we have and how to play it. I'm seeing all of those things. But to get game ready, that's what we'll have to do. So the next month for all those guys will be very important. And Nate Ryan, MCB in San Antonio, another guy specific to Mon Clark. Hyperproductive in college, fell a little bit in the draft because of his final injury. Now that he's got a full off season of being healthy, getting ready for getting ready for the upcoming campaign. How do you see him factoring on this one? Yeah, I'm so excited for Damone. Um, he has a uh, work ethic that won't stop. And uh, he wants to put in extra. He wants the feedback. And so for him, um, 
handling an injury like he did last year, there just couldn't have been a better picture of somebody to say, no, I'm not going to be set back. So having a whole offseason to go through, a call command and information, and now going through his spring and now going through his first training camp, uh, you're really seeing this increase take place faster. The game is slowing down where in the first one we just put him in to get some experience and you know be involved so he would enter into this year to go. So the vision for him was kind of a, a redshirt, so to speak, into last season in preparation for this one. So I don't think he or the team could have carried out that plan any better. It could be, I got some experience, I got ready, but now I have the full off season to really nail down what I can do. And he's a really versatile guy. I'm so excited to see him and Demo um, going through training camp together and growing together. And, and their bond has certainly been good. And um, like I said, again, I can't say enough about Leighton to say, you two guys just sit right next to me. I'll help you get there. And uh, they're answering you know, all the, the challenge that we put out for them. They're really responding. Yeah. Coach, Alex Zavarro from RGB. Isaac's uh, in a unique situation now. He's out of the international program. Yep. He's moving over to the defensive side of the ball. What have you guys seen in him uh, to be able to make that move? And then how have you seen from OTAs to the first couple of days of camp how he's coming along in his spot? Yeah, that's good. Okay, let's go back. What did we see? This uh, this length, this strength. You know, for a tall guy, sometimes they're strong on top, but not as much down in their lower body. This guy had lower, upper, long. He was strong. He was a good competitor and tough. So I thought, if we could train him to be an inside guy with this kind of size, this kind of strength, I think he could really, you know, make his mark inside. He's probably more athletic than the typical defensive tackle because of uh, this unique ability. He's big, you know, 315 pounder, but you wouldn't know it looking at him. You might think he's 280 pounds, but he's got the strength. Uh, will take some time to develop the instincts, but a player like that is worth the time and the investment. Yeah, for sure. Well, I knew coming in, this was a, uh, you know, I felt speed, I felt attacking, I felt hitting. All right, so yes, yes, and yes. What I've been impressed on, I was just telling uh, Mike last night, his call command has just improved so much from the spring uh, into now in terms of, you know, here's my moment and I'm going to damn take it. And like having it playing a linebacker, you have to be in charge. And so the saying we use, when in charge, be in charge. So early on, can I tell this person they're a veteran? Now I feel his communication. I feel what that's like because the athletic ability and the hitting, that's going to take care of itself with him. So putting the whole package together and learning the system and those skills that we isolated to do. I can't wait to see him, you know, guard tight ends and things that we haven't done through the spring. But I think he's got a very unique skill set that I'm really looking forward to, to working with. Hey Dan, Haley Sutton, DallasCowboys.com. I know that the emphasis when it comes to talking about the team is that it's a team effort, offense, defense, special teams. But for you to take this defense that a couple years ago wasn't very good to where it is now, do you take any pride in that? Or, or how do you kind of view the growth that this defense has had? You know, I just think of um, enjoying what I do and who I do it with. And so the fun part of here is we know there's such a cool opportunity because of you know the players that are here and their connection to one another. And as coaches, um, our job is simply, like, how good can we get them? And if we can do that at a really high level, then we'll play well. And it's, I know that's a pretty simple answer, but like at the core of our job is how do we get the guys good and how do we get them better? And if we can keep pushing and keep doing that 
and they keep responding to that, that's when all the fun and the good stuff happens. So um, it's a very fun group to work with because we can keep adding on a little more, adding on a little more because of this connection that they have and the versatility they have. So um, I think there's many people, coaches and players included, that want to prove it. And that's usually when some of the really good competitive moments come um, when you have to prove it. And so uh, there's a lot of guys on here that want have something to prove and uh, self-improve. Dan Edward, ESPN. Um, considering the injuries you went through last year at Florida, where at the end of the season you're certainly trying guys out to start this corner and play off, how significant is the acquisition of Stephon Gilmore? And how do you assess his skill set? Good. It's a great question on really the overall depth and how do we feature those guys. And I'll kind of even take it back a step. You know, a couple of the secondary have been out. You know, some will be shorter, some will be longer. And um, fortunately, they'll all be back. But there's always these uh, these silver linings, Ed, for the player whose moment wants to go. You know, like, I'm not getting chances. I'm not getting chances. Now I need to prove when I get my chances, what do I do with that? And so when we see those guys develop and make the plays, I thought um, Nashon, you know, stepped into, into a space and, and owned that over this time. And that gives not only him confidence, but it gives other players confidence. So what did I, going back to your original question, what have I seen from Steph? Um, the technique, the detail that he can work at it is higher than most. Uh, he's got great recall. He doesn't say a lot when it's said, it usually has some real substance behind it. And uh, I love the competitor, and uh, so he's actually brought you know quite a bit uh, to the team. You can see a few new players that have stood out to me on both sides of the ball was Brandon and, and Steph. Not only are they A players, they're A plus teammates. And giving information back and forth across the ball to hear Steph talk to a receiver or Brandon talk to a DB, uh, those things are priceless, man. And so when you have guys that can do that, all right, there was the uh, Dan Quinn news conference uh, on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. A lot of good stuff there, uh, and and some of the ways that he breaks things down, what he's looking for with his defense, some of the people that are kind of coming on, and um, I, I, I kind of like what he was talking about with uh, Stephon Gilmore and and just the technical player that he is and how much he's brought to the team. And uh, it really, uh, I thought it was a uh, fascinating, a uh, lot of different directions to go on that. And um, and, and there's uh, some other coordinators that spoke today that uh, had some good conversations with. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We continue to uh, bring you up to date on the latest with Colorado joining the Big 12, uh, as well as everything from Oxnard, California, uh, home of the Cowboys training camp, which we've been covering wall to wall since uh, landing in town Wednesday. Uh, all right, we're we're gonna uh, uh, next. We'll get into. I'm gonna kind of give my final camp takeaways, camp nuggets, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll certainly uh, uh, get you ready for the weekend. That's all coming up next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I had my dog Bubba Tank washed yesterday. They had to come pick him up in a little bitty wagon and wagon him up to the bus. Yes, because now not only do we fix foundations, but we wash dogs too. Yeah, kind of. I got tired of people postponing me for my dog washing, so I built one called Bubba Tanks. MobileGrooming.com. It's just mobile grooming, but Bubba Tanks on the side of my bus. He's my English Bulldog. So if you have any questions about your foundation or concerns or you just need a dog wash, give us a call. 254-235-4922. We got a different phone number for the dog. I don't know. I just wanted to say my dog got clean. He was all furry and happy. Or fixitjimmy.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show on online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Richard Carr GMC is loaded with trucks and they are making deals. Don't settle. Get the best truck. Get a GMC Sierra. Premium quality inside and out. You have to compare a Sierra before you buy. Right now, Richard Carr, get a 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Pro for $38,200 after discounts. Military and first responders save even more. Qualified buyers get 1.9% financing on many new Sierras in stock. See dealer details. Call now, log on now, or get here now to get your Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Matt Mosley, live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on ESPN Central Texas. Well, uh, it's been a good one. It's been a good run here at Cowboys Camp and done a lot of the shows just right next to the practice field. Uh, today, Aaron, you'll appreciate this. I, uh, you know, I have not rubbed it in about the weather here, and it's, it has been perfect. And 75, had a little marine layer this morning. Um, I, uh, Aaron, have decided to do the last segment of our time in Oxnard poolside at my Ventura uh, Hotel. <laughs> All right. So I came down here, and uh, you could probably hear me making my way down here during the Dan Quinn uh, news conference that we had. And I found an umbrella. You know, as I've, as I've gotten older and hopefully a little wiser, I, uh, I love being out, right, in the 
poolside or in the but I just want to be in the shade. Like even on a gorgeous day like today, 72 degrees, I found the one chair that is just completely in the shade. Now, Aaron, I kind of I had the entire poolside area to myself, but now it's a little awkward because there's a young uh, couple kind of uh, frolicking and you know like it's just me it's some kind of like couple in their early 20s just kind of having the time of their lives in the pool uh yeah I, so i don't i don't know it's almost like i'm the chaperone at some point like if anything happens over here i'm afraid i'm gonna step in and tell them to kind of you know kind of wait oh we've just had some grandparents and a child show up out here so i think we're okay I think I've now got some more chaperones. I was a little concerned about this couple. They seem to be, they seem to be pretty. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. It wasn't. Did not look like a real Baptist type gathering out here. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now coming to you from Ventura, California. And and Aaron, just a, a few final. And, and by the way, Aaron, if there, you've got any any more. Um, Big 12 or Colorado Nuggets or anything comes across your desk, feel free to jump in here and share. I had a fleeting moment where I was just looking to see where the Rangers were playing tonight because I've just been completely disconnected from the Rangers out here. I, I know what happened in the Houston series. I mean, it's not like I'm not keeping up whether they won or lost, but I'm just not watching them as much as I usually do because I've been out here with the Cowboys. And I just have. I was like, I wonder where the, where the. You know, I was trying to remind myself where the Rangers were, and they're in San Diego tonight, and so I had this thought, like, well, I mean, would that be worth, you know, trying to get from Ventura to, to uh, uh, San Diego? I mean, I've always wanted to see that park, and see the game, and uh, Aaron, uh, according to Yahoo Maps. That would be a four-hour, 25-minute drive. <laughs> and while I love my Dodge Charger, I don't know. That does not seem like what I need to do tonight. I think I think there's a better use of my time. Uh, in fact, the Rangers happen to play uh, not far away from where we live, Aaron, so I think I'll just catch them there, uh, and I think that'll be just fine. Cowboys Nuggets, as we kind of close this thing out, what we've done in the first few days is just do some interviews and be around the team and just have a great time. Um, and, and and I will say, just from what I saw, um, you know, there were some moments that kind of grabbed you. And one of those was a Nashon Wright interception yesterday. Uh, Dak threw one up for grabs down the left sideline, and it was a, uh, I mean, it, and Nashawn Wright made an unbelievable play on the football. I mean, just it was just instinctive. It was great. Um, I will say in the first two days, I, I got to see two sort of actual practices. And Dak threw an interception in each of those practices. Now, the first one went off Fajoko's hands. All right, so we can blame that on Fajoko. Second one was the one I just mentioned. And it was kind of a 50-50 ball. But that came out yesterday. And Aaron, we'll maybe save that for Monday. I'd like to I'd like to play some of Dak's news conference because I thought he said some interesting things. Um, one of the things that grabbed my attention, he did say he guaranteed, you know, to limit his interceptions. So he, 
issued a flat out guarantee on that front. Okay, so that was that was uh, in. But he also um, talked about his rookie season, and I thought this was one of the more revealing things he said lately. And he said something along the lines of that he got lulled. He he had such a great rookie year, and of course Zeke had an amazing year, but he it went so smoothly that he, in his words, it messed with his mind, and that he he thought it was going to be easy, and obviously with some of the injuries, the interceptions, the playoff losses, that has not been the case, and he 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 said, but he said he embraces. He says he's never had anything come easy for him, and he doesn't. And he doesn't want it to be easy, and he, you know, likes it being hard. Uh, uh, you know, things being hard. So I, I, I found it to be uh, kind of refreshing, kind of a, you know, kind of a guy. And then also, Aaron, I got to say, I kind of liked what he said. Just, and, and I talked to. My man Todd Archer and I, the longtime ESPN.com writer, had dinner last night, and we discussed this. But one thing that Dak said, as he, you know, was was quoted, kind of walking off, um, they asked him about Zach Martin. You know, what 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 would you? And I don't know exactly how it was phrased. You know, they just basically said, you know, what do you think should happen with Zach Martin? I guess. The off the right guard for the Cowboys, the All Pro right guard, who's been out uh, holding out because of uh, not happy with his contract. And Dak was quoted saying, "Pay the man." And Aaron, that's not totally like Dak. To, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what Jerry will think about that, and I don't know that I care. I I kind of like, um, I kind of like that he. That he stuck up for a teammate, and and I thought that was pretty neat. We heard earlier in the show from Dan Quinn. Uh, Brian Schottenheimer is now the offensive coordinator of this team, because Mike McCarthy is um, calling plays. You know, Schottenheimer won't be the normal O coordinator, okay? It'll, but but he'll help, of course, with the game planning and all of that. But he. He really just came right out and said that his whole job is going to be to to be there for anything that McCarthy needs. And he also went out of his way to talk about how great of a, a play caller that he thinks Mike McCarthy is. Now, this is a guy, Aaron, that called plays in the NFL for 14 years. Schottenheimer... Uh, uh, son of the great Marty Schottenheimer is our age, Aaron. He's right at uh, right about our age, and so he's done it for a long time. But I, I, I was very impressed with his news conference today. His willingness to really explain, and he had some, he you know he, he, because he wasn't a coordinator, he wasn't heard from much, if if at all, last season. At first, he was a consultant. Last year. Um, I'm not exactly sure what his role was. He's been with the team for a year or two, but he, he, I, and you know, if somebody said something interesting to me, a national uh, writer who shall remain, uh, re, you know, remain nameless, 
said to me that they they said the moment Schottenheimer came on the scene, they knew Kellen Moore's time was over. And I didn't, I don't totally, and I guess, I think that kind of has to do with, you know, as McCarthy has gotten into this thing a little more, he's, he's decided to um, surround himself with more people that just sort of make him comfortable. And, and in some ways, people that he's known his whole career. And um, uh, Mike McCarthy got his start with Marty Schottenheimer. And so he owes pretty much everything. And Brian, of course, being Marty's son, Mike McCarthy's known him since the guy was a teenager. I also had a fun talk today with uh, Jim Bones Fossil. His dad was obviously the, uh, or John, what was the dad's name, Aaron? Which, uh, which Is this John Fossil? Anyway, this is, we call him Bones Fossil, the special teams coach for the Cowboys. And he, he had some, he said he's, uh, he's now been to Oxnard with the Rams, the Raiders, and the Cowboys. And in 1995, on a team where Tim Brown was still on, with uh, with uh, the Raiders, they they trained in Oxnard, and he was a ball boy in that camp. Um, I mean, I, I mean, Aaron, we were in. Uh, I was graduating from college that year, and there was the Bones Fossil. He was a ball boy in that camp, and he started naming off all the Raiders and everything. I mean, just a real kind of fascinating discussion. Now. I, until we get the pads on, the new uh, the new defensive lineman Mozzie out of Michigan, I, I I just don't know. I can't really comment. I, I mean, I like the movement. Uh, I thought the quickness was. I mean, there, there were some good things that I saw in some of the drills, but they're in uh, shells right now. They're in helmets and shells. On Monday they get into pads and and we can start kind of seeing some things and uh but uh been a been a great three days of broadcasting i gotta make my way uh, back to the metroplex and then back to central texas and uh very very uh exciting we'll uh uh we'll be back with the uh, the dismount and a couple of final words in just a moment this is espn central texas Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. How about serving delicious Central Texas-style barbecue and all the fixings at your next catering event? Hellberg Barbecue caters all-size events from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full-service weddings, including appetizers, charcuterie tables, and more. And they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers, including a rebate on additional jobs, plus a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbergbarbecue.com.
What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there. This is the Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn, and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time, and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley um, saying uh, goodbye from Oxnard, California. And uh, it has been a, a tremendous uh, time out here and um, lots going on. Joe Musgrove on the mound for those, uh, those Padres this evening against uh, uh, the Rangers. Dane Dunning is, uh, is doing his thing. And well, both of them have great ERAs, and uh, I mean it's. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be. A, I think it'll be an excellent matchup as uh, as the Rangers and the uh, and the, the Padres get it on. And man, we uh, it's been a tremendous week out here. I mean, the Colorado thing was wild going into the Big Twelve, and now the uh, uh, the you know we'll see if a fourteenth team is added, and it really appears that. Uh, uh, Arizona would be the most likely uh, candidate, and I think that's uh, I think that's you know I think that would be the um, uh, the best uh, the best way to go. Uh, I think if that doesn't happen, then you know that's where the Yukons and other teams come in, San Diego State. But boy, it's it, right now it feels like Arizona is interested. There's a mutual interest and. It'd be really cool to see that come together. So we got Rangers Padres tonight. You'll hear that game uh, around 7:40 on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, tremendous work 
from you this week. Uh, Ward did a great job kind of setting up some of our uh, production value and everything, and the whole group has done a, a nice job. Uh, just appreciate everybody who's been a part of this trip. Uh, ESPN Central Texas, Oxnard, California. Everybody have a tremendous weekend, and I'll see you Monday. Aaron, what time? <laughs> we'll make a big announcement on Monday for sure. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Football Preview. Today, a look at the Texas.